It's only entertainment. Left here. All right. So let's dive into. So we talked about um, automated algorithmic trading, and now let's talk about where you should do your trading. The best place in the world uh, to do business from is Puerto Rico. So. Puerto Rico, it's a U.S. territory. Puerto Ricans are American citizens, but they don't have congressional representation. They don't vote in federal elections. And since there can't be taxation without representation, Puerto Rico does not pay U.S. federal taxes. So that is definitely one advantage of doing business in Puerto Rico. Um, but Puerto Rico has a long, long history of manufacturing of medical pharmaceutical products, and they've become a major center for agricultural biotechnology. And their workforce has a vast knowledge of GMP, FDA and other global regulations, while the island's university system continues a steady stream of new talent. So with five decades of manufacturing medical devices and pharmaceuticals under its belt, Puerto Rico is one of the most important biopharmaceutical manufacturing centers in the world. They've long been a leader in the bioscience sector and currently lead the nation with the largest amount of pharmaceutical exports by a wide margin nationwide. Puerto Rico previously offered incentives uh, strictly to the pharmaceutical, biotech, and medical device industry, which left a number of GMP or good manufacturing process facilities available on the island. And in fact, in 2018, five of the world's top 10 selling drugs were manufactured on the island. In 2019, the Puerto Rican pharmaceutical exports totaled more than $44 billion. So, Puerto Rico has its own tax code and the IRS has special rules that apply to Puerto Rico. So these incentives are offered by the Puerto Rican government. They were implemented to try and attract capital to create platforms for the export of services. So Puerto Rico has been hard at work to bring in new businesses and high net worth individuals to the island as a territory. They're offering these tax deals to U.S. citizens that cannot be matched by any foreign country. Now, this strategy isn't new. You had Boeing's headquarters lured from Washington State, where I am, to Illinois with the promise of zero state taxes, which honestly is probably why Illinois had to legalize cannabis. You've got Google's European headquarters is in Ireland. And I know you guys have all heard about the double Irish with a Dutch sandwich. Yeah, that's the tax avoidance technique employed by certain large corporations. But as a protected U.S. territory, Puerto Rico can offer unique benefits to even small businesses, such as no U.S. taxes for selling products in the U.S., duty-free imports of products from the mainland, low corporate tax rates, and only one shareholder needs to form a corporation. So diving into a couple of different options here, um, the first one being Act 20. That's the Export Services Act. It's now reorganized under Act 60, but everyone still calls it Act 20. So it's exempting businesses that have moved to Puerto Rico. So residents of Puerto Rico, again, they don't pay U.S. federal taxes on their Puerto Rico source income. They pay only Puerto Rico tax on the profits and capital gains. So Puerto Rico is free to charge whatever they want, uh, which is why Act 20 and Act 22 are possible. So if you guys provide a service to clients outside of Puerto Rico, the corporate tax rate is 4% and the dividends to all of the owners are tax-free. So you still have to pay yourself a reasonable salary, which can be subject to U.S. federal payroll taxes and Puerto Rico income tax with some exceptions like cryptocurrency. So um, one thing is you're going to have to buy a house within the first two years of becoming a resident. We'll get into some other uh, information, but Puerto Rico tax benefits for crypto should be on you guys' radar as well as Act 22, which is the Individual Investors Act. 
So the gain in both your stock and or crypto portfolios, they're considered Puerto Rico source income and taxed at a 0% capital gains rate. This is huge because crypto is being hammered right now. There, you've got the administration looking at a 40 or 80% tax rate or something crazy. So this, if this is what you do, if this is your livelihood, you've got an option. You don't have to uh, renounce your citizenship. <laughs> um, again, the purpose of the law is to encourage individual investors to relocate to Puerto Rico with a total tax exemption on passive income generated or accumulated once you become a bona fide resident of Puerto Rico, which means when you move there, you need to sell your portfolio and then buy it right back. And I know that sounds crazy. I'm not a CPA, but yes, you'll have to pay taxes on that um, uh, to the U.S. once you uh, move to Puerto Rico. That's all under the investment banking and financial service benefits, which include uh, tax-free your whole first year. So tax deductions, 100% on real estate, personal property, uh, operations. You got 100% exemption on income, on dividends, on profit distribution. And those exemptions are guaranteed for 20 years. So it's renewable for 10 years under certain conditions. And it's a binding contract with the government of Puerto Rico. So to qualify, um, qualification is, is an interesting process. Uh, it's not that difficult though, but uh, for Act 22, if you're gonna you know, move down there, obviously you need to live there for a while. It's 183 days. So you're gonna file a new LLC or corporation. You have to pay yourself a reasonable salary, file annual reports like you normally would. Uh, and it may require you to hire an employee, one employee, depending on your business. So who qualifies? You got contract workers, freelancers, consultants, self-employed. All of these people can reduce their tax burdens significantly by moving to Puerto Rico and establishing a corporation. And it's not going to help the gig economy, you know, Uber drivers or Airbnb hosts, but it will help research and development. Um, terpene research, or it's actually one of the world's leading uh, R&D facilities for seeds already and has been. Um, it's great for advertising, public relations, any kind of consulting or management, um, creative industries, professional industries, blockchain. Oh, and then any other service designated by this one guy at the Secretary of Department of Economic Development and Commerce of Puerto Rico. So basically, I think it covers everything. Um, but it only gives you a 0% tax rate on capital gains on assets acquired after you move to Puerto Rico. So Act 22, it states that individuals and businesses will pay zero capital gains on assets acquired after moving to Puerto Rico. So it makes Puerto Rico the only place in the world where U.S. citizens and businesses can avoid paying the overburdening U.S. federal income tax. So it's the Puerto Rico strategic location, this, uh, its status as a U.S. jurisdiction, its generous tax incentives, all making this an ideal base for entities, whether you're CBD or hemp or um, a producer, processor, retailer, um, cannabis trader, crypto trader, it doesn't matter. You, you should have an entity in Puerto Rico. So in order to pr promote the economic development, the Puerto Rican government has created an incentive to encourage a wide range of industries, companies, investors, entrepreneurs to establish residents and headquarter their business to benefit from current laws and regulations. So uh, this economic incentives for the Development of Puerto Rico Act includes tax credits, 50% tax credit, as a matter of fact, for um, buying local sustainable recycled products, which is phenomenal for the presentation that, that just ended. Um, also tax credits, 50% for research and development on agricultural businesses. Hello, hemp and cannabis. Um, 
those agricultural laws is providing benefits to bona fide farmers and agricultural businesses. So crops of the future developed in Puerto Rico um, have been there continuously doing crop research since 1983. It's one of the fastest growing sectors of Puerto Rico's economy. And the island is offering a lot of advantages. So you've got year-round stable climates, environmental conditions. You've got a skilled and professional bilingual workforce, soil quality. You've got proximity to the U.S., um, academic agricultural research center, and intellectual property protection. A um, lot of, of advantages. So there's a, another uh, act called Act 74. So this one's for tourism which sounds a little bit weird, but uh, when you look at it, it's pretty broad. So tourism development is providing incentives for a variety of products. You can do agricultural tourism. You can do medical tourism. Um, either way, you need to be looking at some of these opportunities because you can have a uh, tax credit of up to 50% of the cash paid or 10% of the total project costs. Also includes a 100% exemption on retained earnings. So it's just a phenomenal opportunity. Um, so at the heart of this Puerto Rico tax incentive is a unique tax status. So Puerto Rico is a territory in the U.S. generally subject to U.S. federal laws, but under the Internal Revenue Code 933, it's treated as a foreign country. So for U.S. federal income tax purposes and special tax treatment applies, it's unique uh, for Puerto Rico. So it's allowing them to enact tax incentives that are generated to promote an economic development and attract U.S. individuals and businesses. So they're, they're there to promote economic development for manufacturing operations, tourism activities, international banking opportunities, uh, insurance, and uh, production of films in Puerto Rico, amongst a lot of other things. So companies are going to want to start thinking about even manufacturing in Puerto Rico instead of outsourcing overseas. We've seen uh, U.S. imposed tariffs from overseas that are expected to continue to have a direct impact on several sectors of the cannabis industry. Cannabis vaporizer companies have been impacted, as well as cultivation operators that want to expand their greenhouse facilities, growers that need to buy lighting equipment, hopefully LEDs. Uh, brands that purchase packaging, businesses that buy materials made with foreign made steel and aluminum like extraction. So all of these potential factors that could develop uh, for the cannabis industry because of tariffs and trade wars are causing businesses to have anxiety about costs going up because of trade wars. You've already seen uh, transitory inflation in the news. Um, consumers, they're going to have to probably pay a lot more for vape carts and maybe even uh, flour and everything in between. A lot of these repercussions from tariffs might not be immediately apparent, but what is, is that the advantages of, of Puerto Rico run deep. So here's my ideal scenario. I would look at incorporating in Canada. I'd put your headquarters in Puerto Rico and I'm going to operate anywhere around the world. And then for an exit strategy, I'm going to look at filing an IPO in Canada. So just keep in mind that the clock is is ticking on Puerto Rico incentives. There's a lot of lawmakers that uh, want to, uh, you know, get rid of this opportunity. And so um, it could be eliminated or altered, but you are granted these tax incentives. So if you sign a contract with the Puerto Rican government based on past court cases, uh, new rule changes don't alter those agreements that you sign. So in other words, you're grandfathered in under the rules when you sign that tax decree. So there's another risk to consider. Uh, these uh, tax benefits to U.S. citizens could be eliminated if 
Puerto Rico became a state, the likelihood of that happening is slim to none. Um, but I would pretty much guarantee that the IRS is going to start targeting Act 22 investors. So definitely be prepared for that. This is not the Cayman Island trust account. This is not Panama. This is an open, transparent uh, opportunity. So um, don't try to, to hide anything from the IRS. They're going to find you. The closer connections test is what's going to save you. And that means having your tax home, your residency, your assets, uh, being a closer connection to Puerto Rico than anywhere else. So um, you're going to want to take a look at that. So some recent additional advantages of doing business in Puerto Rico. They recently passed the gold standard. It's a certification process granted to tourism-related businesses who are implementing the highest health and safety measures. And then you have the island is getting a new energy grid from the ground up, which leaves a lot of room for innovation. And the Puerto Rico's had four governments in the last 16 years, which means that change has seen a lot of change. So the current government has created a structural reform that actually separates this economic development from the government to actually ensure that there's stable progression and that, you know, the government can't screw it up. So there's that. Um, so my prediction is that the majority of CBD companies that are still in business in the next three to five years are, will have an entity in Puerto Rico. In other words, I'm predicting that 85% of all CBD companies in three to five years from now will fail unless they have an entity in Puerto Rico. Interesting. Interesting, Josh. Thank you, man. I, I want to move to Puerto Rico now. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you what, man, like January to June, uh, I am not going to miss the Pacific Northwest weather. So <laughs> after three years of, of talking to my wife and, and bombarding her with this, she finally gave me the green light. And so I'm looking to pack up and move in January myself and avoid the uh, the winter here. Well, good for you, man. Good for you. This has been really, cool, really, really cool to, to hear. I know the chat really enjoyed it. So, uh, Josh, we'll have to have you back, a Cannabis Hour, Cannabis Insider, next conference. This has been great. I really appreciate you coming today. Appreciate being here, man. Thank you, Patrick. All right. Take care, man. We are going to hit that like button on your way out and check out these other videos that we've got. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Hi, my name's Kate, and I'm your host of the Pop Moms Podcast. I started the Pop Moms Podcast, well, because I wanted to end the stigma against using cannabis, specifically with moms, but also anyone who chooses to consume. I strive for a balance of humor and education, along with some pretty rad guests, to help combat social biases that come with consuming cannabis. Kids are hard. Join me for regular podcast episodes packed with parenting hacks, real-life stories, and of course, my favorite cannabis products. The days are long, but the years are short. So roll another J and take a deep breath. Keep blazing and stay amazing.